Welcome to Boiling Point, the podcast to motivate ever-evolving entrepreneurs and forward-thinking movement pioneers. Our hosts, filmmaker Greg Hemmings and executive coach Dave Vale, are turning up the heat in the world's business communities. Our interviews with entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and movement makers are raising the temperature of inspiration. Live from the hottest studio in this quadrant of the universe, here are Dave and Greg. Hey, Sean, this is Greg. Actually, this is Dave Vale from the, uh, the Boiling Point Podcast. How <laughs> this are you? This is Greg Hemmings. Hey, how are you doing? <laughs> how you doing, Sean? This is not live, is it? Oh, it is yeah, live. <laughs> we just interview- uh, we interviewed your voicemail. Yeah, listen, it was uh, great. Did you interview my voicemail? Listen, you're uh, fabulous. Well, I had to do not disturb, but I guess you got to find a way to find me anyhow. Oh, we found <laughs> you, man. And the answers, I mean, if you can if you can match that, I mean, yeah, we yeah. will be Sh- impressed. Sean, if, 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 <laughs> you may not ever want to erase the message we just left you. My receptionist said, I, I think it was for you. And I said, you're leaving a fairly long message. <laughs> <laughs> well, make sure you listen to it and keep it. So so listen, we're, we're well into this already. So, we're, I think so we should start like we started. It started. Huh? So for, for the folks who uh, just jumped on, we actually uh, just called Sean a moment ago and uh, went straight to his voicemail. And we interviewed him even without him being on the phone. And it was fantastic. <laughs> and, and they were brilliant answers. They were very good the answers. The answers are probably better than what I'm going to do now live. No, you'll be awesome, man. <laughs> So, folks, Sean Legier is on the line with us, and Sean, why don't you tell us a little bit about who you are, what you do, and uh, why we love you so much? Oh, geez, that's a big one. Well, um, you can do it en anglais or en français. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm going to do English, I guess, because All right. oui, oui. it's it's not. Uh, I guess it's, it's the language I, I speak the the most, or most frequently with you guys, at least. <laughs> Uh, but I should be French aussi, ça me dérange absolument pas. Basically, uh, I think who I am, I, I hope, anyhow, I hope that uh, I'm, a, I'm a good person of, of one. That's, I hope that's what people think of. Um, but basically, uh, down to the root, I, I, I'm an entrepreneur. And I don't know if there's another way to describe it than that. Uh, I've tried many things in my life, and I've always, uh, from starting at the age of 15, having my own little making hockey nets in the garage and going to home harder and try to sell those to them. Uh, that's kind of where I got the little bit of a, the bug for it. And I don't think it never left. Yeah. Have you tried being, have you tried being an employee? <laughs> I did. I did. How, how, yeah, did, I, how did that I work? I am, I am, I am in part right now, actually also, but, um, it works okay. I mean, it all depends. As long as you, uh, I think, uh, you have some, uh, some good partners and especially in what I am right now, uh, I'm, uh, we're partners, so uh, and I, I believe a lot in, in partnerships and, and having the right team, the right people around you. Um, I, I, I work well with with others, so I find that it complements what I what I lack into. Uh, find people that can excel you in, in that space. Okay, so we, we because we launched so quickly into this incredible conversation, <laughs> we haven't even really explained who Sean is with Mediterranean Force 3. So why don't we talk about the, the businesses that you have right now, Sean, just right. give give our, our listeners, truly are from around the world, uh, 
uh, it'd be really great to give some context. You, uh, Dave, and I know you very well, but uh, let's get let's get to, let's, uh, well, and 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 one leads into the other, I believe, right? Medicare yeah, leads yeah. into forced reinventions, right? right? So, right, so yeah. Uh, yeah, share that story with us, because um, yeah, cause, so uh, I started in the rehab field probably around 16 years ago as an employee for another company, and uh, really got a, a liking into it because you know you work with people and uh, that with with certain disabilities, and you get to you get to help them get mobile again or making the, as much of a normal life as they can with some equipment. So um, excelling that and actually found at some point opened an office here in Moncton with a great partner, Randy McLaughlin, uh, that um, gave me the chance to, to open up here and we kind of excel from there. So we've been eight years um, kind of working together and we have a couple of other stores here in, in St. John and Fredericton and uh, we covered the whole uh, the whole province. So uh, the, the fun part of that was being able to explore my entrepreneurship by being able to excel this to another level, um, but also working day-to-day with clients and finding what their needs are. What we found after a while uh, is that I, I hired a guy as a as one of my technicians and saw that he wanted to excel in, in sales, and he excelled in that by the name of Daryl Mullen. And this guy is from the island. I mean, I don't know what's going on on the island. There's there's a bunch of innovations guys over there, and he's and by, one and of by the island you mean Prince Edward Island, right? Prince Edward Island, okay. exactly. So so people can Google that if they don't know. Yeah, what I guess is. I guess that's right. So um, so anyhow, so Daryl, you know, like it, it just wasn't enough for him to just take product off the shelf and go out and came back that ah, kind of worked, but didn't really work. So we started. He started coming to me with some crazy ideas of you know innovation stuff, and let's let's make this ourselves and. Eventually, it led on to creating our own little company called Force Three Innovations. Um, where it really started was after um, going to see a client, and uh, after talking to this fellow that was probably 75, or, you know, at, at the time, uh, and we're trying to fix him up in a wheelchair, and he's always leaning to one side. We can't figure out why, and hmm. we were trying trying to correct that posture. And I asked him, I said, "So, what did you do for a living?" He said, "Oh, I draw. I drove a truck all my life." And right there, it hit me that the guy was probably leaning on the door sill more, more of his life, and now he had a he had a condition because of that. Um, so his spine was kind of curved on one side, and he had this lean, and we were trying to correct it here now in, in the wheelchair. And it kind of got us kind of thinking of what support is there in a in a truck seat or people that are sitting in a chair for eight hours. So we actually started, you know, buying some of these truck seats and tearing them apart and we quickly realized there's very little technology from seating perspective in some of those seats. There's a lot of technology in the suspension, but very little in the seats. So uh, we started saying, well, maybe there's something there that we can take some technology from one industry, being how we sit people in wheelchairs and they can sit there for eight hours at a time without having pressure sore or moving a whole lot, and bring that to a space where people are sitting for eight hours a day. So that's where we, we, we came up with a prototype and we tested it and it seemed to work and we, we put a patent on it and we brought it to University of New Brunswick and University of Moncton and to see that if we were just crazy or if they could come up with a saying, yeah, this is a better seat than what's out there. So now now you now one of the things you have um um you know kind of nicely prominently displayed on your 
uh, you sent us a bit of a one pager that that describes um, the seating technology. I'm going to call it and and the mm-hmm. customer segment, which is um, transport people are in, in the transport industry. And what I find it really interesting. You say uh, the design is fueled by passion. What tell? What do you mean by that? Well, it, if you look back, if you go back in the in the rehab industry a little bit, it's you know it's. When you work and you work with people that are, you know, that you just can't sit them in the right way and, and you, you just work with the equipment that's out there and then you, you look at them and you say, geez, there has to be something better that we can do. And I think we, we formed a team of people that, you know, really care about that and say, yeah, you know, it might be not be something off the shelf, but maybe we can, you know, cut some foam and maybe we can do this. And, and, and you get to... To, to have a little bit of a passion and we, we work with great occupational therapists that are, you know, helping us along the way and, and they know the conditions and all that. And, and working with us, we get to, to say, okay, well, maybe we can custom make something for this client. And when you do that and it, it works, that's where it all starts. And, and from that point on, I think that's where the passion is because you want that result every time you sit somebody down. And anytime that we drive and, or we, we see somebody sitting in even an office chair. I kind of analyze how they're sitting. You know, is their posture good? Or just, it, the wheel starts turning, right? Um, By the way, so, just so you know, you can't see it, but Greg has just started sitting up more. Yeah, his posture is beautiful. And Dave is literally sitting on a couch and he's slumped. I know, right into but, the I, couch. but I'm, I'm arching my spine now to try to be more uh, ergonomically correct here. Actually, that's that's the comment I got. I did a pitch for investors at some point, and you said as you were going along your pitch, everybody was sitting up straighter and straighter. As you were going <laughs> that's forward. a good sign. That's a good <laughs> because sign. Because people are getting to be conscious of how they're sitting, right? Yeah. Um, so our technology, what we really wanted to do was not do just like anybody else, do something totally different, take technology that already exists. So we brought it to different universities, mm-hmm. even ended up at the University of Waterloo, mm-hmm. where um, there's a, a PhD candidate, uh, Michelle, uh, that did her thesis on this thing and came up with some phenomenal results, stuff that kind of blew us away because we didn't think that it would do that. We knew that there's some technology we that was going to be the same, increasing tolerance, uh, lowering back pain. But the big one was cognitively, it keeps people awake longer. And if, wow. if this goes further, uh, we could be the only seat in the world that could actually have that claim at this moment in time. Wow. That we How could exciting is people, that? Uh, so it's getting a little bit exciting, yeah. And, and uh, we, would that be tied in with the, the work at the university, some of the research? Uh, it was, yeah, yeah directly wow. tied in with them, and it was totally done by them. Uh, so, so, you know, so great, third party, you don't have to, you know. Third party it, validation. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we're, you know, that's, we're, we just are starting to get those results right now. Um, the next step for us with, with this whole seat, because now it's, it's not just applicable to the trucking industry where there is a big pain there, but it is also in aviation with the pilots, you know, changing from one dry, from one pilot to the other. Transit is the same thing. Even your own office chair could be one, uh, another applicant. You know, what's funny is in the last, um, uh, interview we did, you'll have to listen to it, um, with, with, or was it the Andrew Park? Andrew Park, I think, um, Greg was, you know, we started out very differently than we started this one um, because we didn't know him as well as we know you, Sean. Um, But Greg was, you were commenting on driving and being, you know, and having a chance to reflect. And it's almost, this was this great experience where you got to think and and be creative and and, uh, be strategic and all these wonderful things. And, and, you know, you know how much, and we don't do it as much in Atlanta, Canada, but, you know, I remember living in Vancouver, you were in the car all the time. So, I mean, this could be really applicable to a whole bunch of people, but, 
you know, your 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 really your your customer base is could be really broad, and I'm I'm guessing it's pretty hard not to you know to narrow it down. Would that be? It is. It is, and I guess what you know what we're going to do right now is we've been going after the lower hanging fruit, I guess, which you know, uh, the trucking industry has you know it's expressed a lot of pain, and and they seem to be kind of wanting to implement this. Uh, there is challenges there also, you know, by how much would this seat cost type of thing. Um, so we're we're also looking at you know like we we got some we had some talks with Lockheed Martin and some of the Bombardier's uh, seat makers uh, as distribution uh, lines and also manufacturers um, to see okay how can we bring what we have as a technology uh, into another space again and and see if we're, there's something that can be done here. It, it must be really interesting uh, as well, Sean, just knowing that you're building a business, building profit. Uh, but by bringing real, true, health-focused value to the customer. Like, you're actually making people's lives uh, healthier and more sustainable. Yeah, it is. I think that's a big reward. I mean, I'm fortunate to be able to work in an environment that, that offers that. And, and uh, you know, the, some of the stuff that I saw along the years and being able to help people, there's just no money that can pay you that amount. So you, you, you get to, to want that. It's a little bit of a drilling rush when you when you when you see that happening. Um, and we, we just want to move it to the next level here and, and try to, to affect a global, uh, more of a global play here and, and see that, say that, hey, listen, there's better ways to sit. There's more healthier ways to sit. Um, you know, like uh, we, we don't realize, but sitting is, you know, as soon as you sit, it's, it's a bad posture. Um, you know, our body hasn't been made to sit. It's been made to stand up. And uh, so if, if we sit for a long period of time and for people that are sitting eight hours or something like that in a seat, it, nobody, we really need to put a lot more focus and energy on how we're controlling that posture. So, so you've been at this, you know, for, for how many years now in terms of uh, Force 3? Yeah, so Force 3, it's our, our, it's our third year, I guess I could say. We started with, we, we created a back for the, uh, the, the wheelchair industry, and we sold that back to a manufacturer that now we can actually go and buy our back. So we kind of sold that idea to a manufacturer, and they went along with it, and we took some of that money and rolled it back into another idea, which is the, the seat right now. So we've been kind of three years into it, and I think we're just starting to scratch the surface. Yeah, I was wondering about um, that. The, the fun part right now is that our seat, because of all the technology that's in it, there's a lot of actuators and stuff, and we will be able to take, you'll be able to take your phone and actually download the setting of your seat. So if you go to any other seat that are like our seats, you can just tap your phone to it or link it to it, and it'll set to your position. And then if you say that, hey, listen, after eight hours, I'm not really feeling any difference, you can send us the data so you can upload the setting, the way you're setting, and we can have ergonomics and occupational therapy look on a dashboard here and see how you're sitting for the last 10 days with your body type and stuff and readjust your setting and resend you the link, which you can re-put back in your seat um, to, to make sure that we are, you know, increasing your seating tolerance, that you're, we're, we're maintaining a better posture for you and hopefully getting you healthier. That, that, now, you, you wouldn't, I mean, did you have any sense of this kind of feedback mechanism being part of this when you got rolling? Absolutely not. No, I think this, this is the fun part of innovation is, you know, you, we took technology from a wheelchair place and we flipped it on its head and now we're putting it in a truck seat and then we flipped it again some way and, and we're, we're, we're 
putting IT components in it. And I'm not an IT guy whatsoever, so I'm all lost when when start talk to people that are in there. But all of a sudden, we have technology that has IT component in it. Um, so no, from the get go, there's no way we could have ever seen this kind of thing. And I guess my word for people with ideas out there or innovation like people is that you know you should take something and just move it forward. You'll never know where that's going to turn into and uh, there's just more than one way to skin a cat, so you you got to kind of keep at it, and uh, you're going to hit roadblocks and all kinds of stuff. But um, the biggest thing is that, in my mind, is is we I, I'm surrounded by a great group of mentors mm. and uh, a, a good surrounding of people that I can go to and brainstorm with and get some of their feedback, and even people that went through startups and plowed the way and went through some stuff that I can go get some knowledge from them to know what to do and what not to do. And the most important thing is that, that we've done is we've listened. We've listened to these advice yeah. and we've acted on it. Yeah. Uh, not all of them. There's some stuff that, you know, it didn't fit and that's fine. But we are, uh, I'm, I'm a real pro on, on if you get advice and if somebody gives you time to give you advice, then you should take the time to consider if, if that should that should play play in your game or not? What are, so for the people that I mean, and you're you're right into it, right? And you're, I mean, there's the exciting parts, but what, how do you like? What are the the challenge? You mentioned kind of roadblocks or obstacles, but like, what are the challenges that that you're you know someone uh, coming out with a, an innovative product or a potentially a service? Like, what are some of the things you're encountering that that what people should kind of anticipate or expect um, along the way? I, I mean, I think you know people will say, well. Financial is is the biggest challenge. Is always is, but I think there's another one. Is is the market you're getting in? Do you know it? And how well do you know it? And how connected are you within that market? Because if you can connect yourself in in markets that you're not aware of, and you can find people that will connect you, it will lead to money at some point, and will lead to investors. Uh, I think people overlook that, uh, and they, they just go try to raise money right away, and and then they want to tackle the market. Um, we were fortunate with the trucking industry. We had a lot of local people that were in that space that we could talk to and really find out, is there a pain in there and is, uh, is there somebody else doing this? And really started at that point. Um, so it, it wasn't easy. We had to knock to a lot of doors and find out a lot of information. But I think that was the biggest, the best thing that we've done was to, to do that. It's interesting too because we're uh, whenever we talk about innovation and, and creating new companies and ventures, we always use that analogy of like, what's the pain point? Let's find the pain point. Uh, what is the pain or the problem that we are going to solve with our product or service? And uh, it's phenomenal that you're you actually are literally solving pain pain points. You know, uh, you're I, don't, literally I don't know why that's funny point. to me, but uh, <laughs> he needs more oxygen to his brain. He's been sitting too long. Yeah, 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 that's yeah, what it is. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good idea for your chair. Actually, to have a little, little O2 pack in the back as well. To, or a zapper. Uh, you know, if you fall asleep, somebody. Can and zap you. <laughs> and, and a bit, cool. hey, a bit, Sean, I bet you people probably, and like you'd run into this, Greg, people probably have a ton of ideas that they think you should integrate into the product, right? Like like, <laughs> like, we're, like we're doing right now, right? Oh, you should yeah, do this. Exactly. Like the, well, there could be a beer cooler underneath <laughs> the... <laughs> <laughs> if you if I would have a dollar for every time that somebody you should patent this idea that I got, yeah. Uh, and unfortunately, you know, like patenting is just one part of the process. Uh, a lot of people think that once you put a patent on something that you're golden, you're by far of being golden. There's a lot of patents out there that never made a dime. There's a lot of people that wasted money on patents and they never went. You need a team 
You need to have the right timing in that space that you want to tackle. Um, there's so many variables to that, and that's where it, it it gets a little fuzzy for a lot of people that have a great idea. It's most of the time, and I mean, there's some unicorns out there that had the idea and are the business side also and know the market, and you know they were able to do it all by themselves and push it through. But most of the time, you need key partners, and that's what we realized quickly, and we made sure to go get those partners in to 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 the play right now and not wait too long. Well, that's that's awesome, Sean. It's uh, as always, it's a it's an absolute pleasure talking with you, man. Uh, we're we're gonna wrap it up, but I uh, I am very excited for the day that you can uh, uh, create a chair for for my Honda Accord Hybrid. <laughs> Because it already feels like I'm floating down the highway, or, but or, it, it needs to. Be, uh, or, or one for the podcast. Do you know what? For the podcast, you know what? Right. Ever since talking about this for our next interview, I'm actually going to raise the microphone, stand up, and stand up. You should. <laughs> Standing is very good. Standing is way better. <laughs> how do, how do, before we let you go, how do people find out more about you, Sean, or about Force Three? I guess. Yeah, of course, you can visit our website, I guess, at uh, www.forestreenovation.com. Uh, send us a message. Uh, we are also just starting to work into actually modifying existing seat for drivers right now. So if any of you out there are experiencing pain right now, uh, there's ways for us to go in and actually modify the seat you have to make it better. So that's the market we're kind of tackling to bring some cash into wow. in the door for right now. So. That's awesome. Well, thanks so much, Sean. Really appreciate it, man. And uh, I'm sure our paths will cross very soon. I can't wait to listen to that message you guys left me. Oh, you'll we'll, love it. We'll you'll do, love you, it. You, you, <laughs> save it. You save should record it. it. You yes. should record it, send it back to us, and then we'll, <laughs> we'll upload it. Merci beaucoup, mon ami. All right. All right. Merci. Bye-bye. What I love about him is that the, the spirit of innovation that you know we, we're always looking out for when we, we talk to interesting people, but... Uh, he just sees opportunities, you know, and that whole pain point, literally mm. and figuratively, mm-hmm. <laughs> works works in the favor. And Mediterranean and, uh, and and Force Three, really amazing examples of innovative companies uh, led by innovators. Like he, he, I, I see him as an inventor type, you know, or totally, uh, you know, and uh, yeah, well, really inspiring. And it's and, and and it's fueled and like he like he put on the the the, the one page market piece, but like you know, fueled by passion, you know, you can tell. I mean, like this, and and when you when you, I think you know the the intersection of passion and innovation. I mean, some exciting things can happen because I mean, how else would you go through? All the iterations and 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 you know all the the, the tough parts, of it. but man, I mean, and, and the other thing is, it seems to me like it's such an interesting journey to to be going along, and then all of a sudden finding, you know, geez, we, we can actually give feedback, and people can change their their chair settings, you know, like and, and just how how the product can evolve. I mean, just incredible. Great, great example. Yeah, I hope I we I wish him all the the, the success in the world. He deserves. Even he is a great guy. As are you, Dave. As are you. Merci. Okay. Uh, bonjour, uh, David. We uh, uh, oui. <laughs> leave it at that. <laughs> See you next week All right. on La Boiling Point. La Pointe Boile. De Boiling. Oh, good lord. <laughs> Jesse, how do, how do we say in French the Boiling Point? It's like the one French word I don't know. It's the one <laughs> French word that Jesse, our, our, our guest uh, observer, does not know. Yeah, he's stuck with us. He's still with us. He hasn't <laughs> left yet. All right, we'll see you next week. Thanks for checking out this episode of Boiling Point. Remember to rate and subscribe to us on iTunes and follow us on Twitter at Boiling Point Pod. To see more from Dave Vale, check out leadershipunleashed.ca or visioncoachinginc.com.
and on Twitter at Dave underscore Vale. And to catch up with Greg, visit Hemmingshouse.com and at Greg Hemmings on Twitter. Thanks for listening, and remember, keep that pot boiling. Hey listeners, I'm Christy. And I'm Melissa. And this is Buried Motives, where we dig deep into the details of some of the most gruesome dirtbag murderers. She said she enjoyed hurting things that can't fight back. And that is a disturbing view into the mind of a murderer. Such a dirtbag. Yeah, that's not even strong enough words. This is totally a recipe for disaster. And not to justify whatever is going to happen, but you can totally understand and see how this would be in the works. If you were only to look at what she did later on and not know any of that history, she would appear like off the wall crazy. Oh, 100%. Because we're not even close to getting to the end yet. But you can just see this pattern and all this kind of stuff developing in her, which is what we're here for. We're digging deep. Join us each Thursday as we unearth the dirt bags that live among us and the motives buried there. Hope you join us as we exhume the truth. <laughs>